Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Reality. Some talk shows think all of their opinions are right. This one, this one knows they are. This is Perception is Reality. Christopher H. Bilbury is a no-nonsense, well, maybe a little bit of nonsense, political activist, local government watchdog, and all-around good Hoosier and God-fearing American citizen. Is this guy for real? Holding lawmakers accountable and educating citizens on the importance of participating in their local government with a dab of national and world politics and a little pop culture and maybe some real-life common sense. This is Perception is Reality. And this is Christopher H. Bilbrey. Oh man, who here is tired of the Republicans? And at the very same time, who here is tired of the Democrats? Sure. I got both my hands, both my hands and my feet raised. I'm tired of the Republicans, the Democrats, and the Democrats and the Republicans. I'm tired of liberals, and I'm tired of conservatives. I'm tired of the alt-right, and I'm tired of, uh, of, of Antifa, and I'm tired of the whole damn thing. I'm tired of the hypocrisy. And I just want normal people with common sense to run. I want them to run for office on the local level. I want them to run for office on the state level. And I want them to run, by God, for office on the national level. I am tired of voting against people. Yeah, that's right. I am tired of going to the ballot box and pushing a button that votes for someone because they are not the other person. There are a lot of races in the last many years, in the many elections that have been in the last many years, where I have went in and voted for two or three or four people on the ballot simply because they were not the other person. And that is seriously, seriously wrong in my mind because we need good candidates but we're not getting them from the Republicans and we're not getting them from the Democrats. And when you're not getting good Republican candidates and good Democrat candidates, and they are the only candidates that we have, you have to ask yourself, what now? Well, you're in luck because that is exactly what we're going to be talking about throughout the remainder of this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to welcome you to this 143rd episode of the audio podcast, Perception is Reality. I am your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. It's great to be with you. Thank you for giving me a little bit of your time. I am writing solo for this episode. Amber could not make it for this recording. She will be back for the next episode, 144. So please don't just abandon ship. Maybe stay around for this one, even if you're here just to hear her, because we will be giving you some great information. And I do want to say just for a second... Uh, Before we get started, I have a guest that will be joining us in just a moment. I will tell you all about him and and how he plays into all of this. So it's not just going to be me this evening. We do have a guest that will be joining us. But I want to take a second and talk about Amber for uh, just a moment since she isn't here. You know, that's always the best way to talk about somebody when they're not here. And I'm sure she won't even ever hear this because she's not in this episode. So who knows? We'll see. Um, Amber's been doing 
doing a fantastic job. So she's not going anywhere. We we haven't split up the team already. I know I kind of have a track record of doing that with co-hosts, but as far as I'm concerned, she will be here for the foreseeable future. She will be here for as long as she wants to be because I think she's doing a fantastic job. But more importantly than that, you all think she's doing a fantastic job. Thank you to each and every one of you that has written in a message, has emailed, has texted or called and said that you love what she adds to the show. It is great to have someone on that we can converse with and has a little different opinion than say I do and can push back. I tell you what will be fantastic and that will be when we disagree about something hardcore and it's some kind of big knockdown drag out fight. That's when the fun will really start happening. You guys will love it. But I just want to take a second and say I think that she's doing a great job. We definitely love what she contributes here at the podcast. And don't fear, she will be back next episode. She will be back for 144. She just, we couldn't really make it work for this episode. And here's the deal. We have a guest, Billy Uku Jr., who will be joining us in just a moment. And with his time that he had to record and when we had to do this, she just couldn't make it work. So we will be missing Amber for this episode, but she will return in 144. And before we get on with the show, I do have to say uh, this quick thing. For all of you that have been here since the beginning, I love you guys so much. It means the world to me that you guys listen the way that you do week in and week out. I I love it. Thank you all very much. You deserve a round of applause. You deserve a medal. Uh, Hell, you probably deserve mental health counseling, but... uh, (sighs) I'm sorry about that. Maybe we'll be able to help you with that uh, as as we, we progress on. But uh, thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart. It means the world to me, and it's the reason I do this. For those of you that have jumped on at some other point in, in the run, thank you all as well. Thank you for coming back. And for you two groups of people... Thank you for for listening, but also thank you for spreading uh, by word of mouth or social media or however else you do it, uh, the podcast information and and for sharing the show with everyone you know. For those of you that are new, new to the podcast, and we do have a lot of you that are, because in the last month, month and a half since Amber has been here, we have had a jump, a boost in listeners, in downloads, and we are so grateful for that. And I'm going to ask you the same thing that I asked those other two groups of people. All of you, matter of fact, please, please... Number one, continue listening. Thank you for listening. Whenever you do, however you do, it's fantastic. But take just a small second, if you could, out of your busy life. I know it's asking a lot, but I don't ask for money. I don't I don't ask for sympathy or, or, or ask you to do anything to get this content. It's all free. But I do ask that you simply share the show with everyone you know. Remind them we can be found on all major podcast hosting sites. It's real easy to find us and to listen to the content. People can go to whatever podcast hosting site or music streaming site that they like to go to, and they can search the name Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. 
But the easiest way to listen to us and to find us if someone doesn't know how to is to go to Google or whatever search engine that they use and simply type in Bilberry Podcast. That's B-I-L-B-R-E-Y Podcast, and we will pop right up. Also, don't forget to check out Facebook.com forward slash Bilberry 318. That's Christopher H. Bilberry on Facebook, Christopher with a K. There, I release a live video episode seven days a week, live at 8.35, it's live at 8.35 p.m., where you will get to interact with me uh, live. And so we do that and put that content out. I also uh, publish a lot of written content and put up breaking news. So check that out as well. Please continue listening and sharing the show with everyone you know. All right, well, since Amber is gone, I didn't just want to do a regular old Bilberry monologue for 50-some minutes because I know that if you guys were driving, some of you might have a tendency to fall asleep and crash off the roadway, and I certainly did not want that. So instead, I'll be bringing on in just a moment Mr. Billy Uku Jr. Mr. Billy Uku Jr. is the founder of End the Two-Party System. You can join his movement. You can look at his movement, see what he's all about at endthetwopartysystem.org. But we're going to be talking with him in just a moment, finding out what that all entails, finding out more about him and how this may or may not play a role in our life. As always, I don't necessarily say I agree with everything this gentleman may or may not say, but it is a way to take a look at what is going on in the political theater around our great country. And uh, let's face it, there's a lot of people fed up with the same old, same old Republican-Democrat choices. I have to tell you, I'm one of them. As a conservative, I'm one of them. As a right-leaning libertarian, I'm one of them. As a Democrat, I'm one of them. Whatever you want to call me, I'm tired of the same old, same old, and we've got to look at a better way of electing people at the local level, the state level, and the national level. So, in just a few moments, we will be be joined by Billy Uku Jr., who will be talking with us about what he is hoping to accomplish, how he wants to, how we should want to, and how to go about ending the two-party system. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to this 143rd episode of Perception is Reality. I'm your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. We'll be right back. Perception. Perception. Perception is... Reality. Reality. All right, folks, I want to take a second and talk to you about Abandon All Hope Tattoo and Body Piercing. Abandon All Hope Tattoo and Body Piercing is located at 1716 North Wheeling Avenue, Suite 1 in Muncie, Indiana. They are the only people that I will trust my body with when it comes to ink. Now, I don't have any piercings, but I did at one point, and if I was going to get my body repierced, which I do not plan on, I would go to these folks as well, but I know they are where it's at when you're talking about ink. Whether you're looking for a new piece or maybe a cover-up, you know, kind of one of those mistake tattoos, who doesn't have some of those? You know what I mean? You'll want to check these folks out. If you want, say, the Perception Is Reality logo or maybe my face on your back or your chest or your arm... 
or other places, you'll want to look up my friends at Abandon All Hope Tattoo and Body Piercing, located at 1716 North Wheeling Avenue, Suite 1 in Muncie, Indiana. Check them out on Facebook at Abandon All Hope Tattoo, or call them at 765-896-8985. Now we go on the record with a one-on-one interview designed to engage, entertain, or enrage you. Perception is reality. On the record. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the 143rd episode of Perception is Reality. I'm your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey, and we are joined on the phone by Mr. Billy Uku Jr. Billy is the founder of End the Two-Party System. You can check them out online at endthetwopartysystem.org, or you can find them on Facebook at End the Two-Party System. Billy, it's a pleasure to have you on. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about what you're trying to achieve. Okay, so how you doing? Um, so basically what we're doing is we're trying to establish ourselves as a 501c4 nonprofit organization so we can work to educate the country about third parties and not only third parties, but the barriers against them. While also, because um, the 501c4 would give us the power to lobby too as well, so we could also lobby the government for uh, legislation like ranked choice voting, campaign finance reform, you know, stuff like that. Sure. Absolutely. And so pretty so sorry, pretty much we're pretty much using um, social media as a main source of sending out our message, if you will. Fantastic. How long has your organization been in existence? Um, this is about this was started, I believe, in September, if I'm not mistaken. So okay. about six, five, six months. Okay, so this is a fairly new organization, but obviously this isn't where you started. You've been around, and this isn't your first rodeo. You've been involved with politics before. Most people don't start off trying to do away with the two-party system and pushing third-party politics. So why don't you tell us how you came to be involved with third-party politics and trying to do away with the two-party system? Well, okay, so politics actually, um, me and my father used to watch the news a lot, and anytime headlines would come across, we would always, like, you know, discuss it, debate, you know, go over different ideas about it. Uh, so that's really how I got into the interest in the politics in the first place. How I got into third parties was more from uh, friends as I got older. Uh, this really started with Ron Paul and the Libertarian Party when he was running for the Republican nomination. Yeah. That was the first time I had ever heard of a... Uh, seen a, a third party candidate, you know, so that really started getting me towards that a little bit more. And fast forward to 2016, um, uh, with the election between Hillary and Donald Trump during the primary, I was actually a Bernie Sanders supporter. So when Bernie lost, I was really disappointed. And so I ended up creating a YouTube channel called left side network. From there, we met up with a bunch of other YouTubers and created a group called No More Two-Party System, System, kind of similar to the name that we have. And from there, uh, I went under the mentorship of a guy named Jeff for Justice. We taught me a lot about nonprofits, uh, a little bit deeper into third-party politics and just, you know, organizations in general. That's fantastic. That's that's great. So your organization, are you primarily looking and focused at national level politics? Are you working on a state level or at various state level? Or do you work at the local level? What's what's your big push? What do you think is important? And, and what are your hopes with this? Are you trying to affect everything? Or do you have a specifically targeted area. Okay, so in the short term, 
leading up to the 2022 election, we're really focused on uh, regional, you know, local elections. Because if we can get a lot of third parties elected, that'll be big in getting, you know, national, uh, you know, national elections won by third parties, essentially. In the long term, um, yeah, we're looking more towards federal because obviously we're trying to, like I said, educate everybody in the country. But we, eventually we do plan to um, open state and local branches of NFC party system and have volunteers, you know, give out information, you know, go door to door and stuff like that. So, like I said, in the short term, uh, we're looking for local, state, long term, we're looking for a bigger national uh, name absolutely national is where it's at but i tell you in order to get there you're you've got the right frame of mind you you are interested in what's going on across all three levels and that's definitely my big push as well i i'm not a big sports fan and i'm i'm not a big sports analogy guy but i always tell people it's kind of like the feeder system in baseball obviously you don't just leave high school and get called up to the major leagues you go to the farm teams and to the minor leagues and then you get called up and that's kind of like politics you don't just become president or become united states senators or or congressmen or congresswomen you go through the process local level officials become state level officials that become national level officials and it's important to kind of be able to balance yourself across all three because they are all very important and while some aspects are more important than others they all play their role and they are all very important so moving on you know kind of talking about transitions i i at one time considered myself a democrat and then i made a transformation uh, about the time i left high school and into college and and considered myself a conservative and i really considered myself a conservative or a constitutional conservative for quite some time I, i've considered myself that really for the last 15 or 20 years and really just here in the last couple of years i've started loosely using the term right-leaning libertarian but honestly titles really don't make that big of a difference to me you can call me whatever you want to call me common sense at the end of the day is what matters to me and the constitution is what matters to me and the bottom line is i want the elected officials to do what they promise to do i want them to serve the majority of the people over their own interests and i want us to be uh, told the truth. I want communication, I want transparency, and I want accountability. And as far as everything else, whether you're Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Green, whatever, you could wear a bag over your head. As long as you're doing the right thing, that's all that matters to me. But since your movement is trying to end the two-party system, Obviously, I don't think that you're a Republican or a Democrat. Matter of fact, on another podcast, the post-political podcast, I heard you say that you at one point considered yourself a Democrat, but you don't any longer. So what third party do you fall under? So I'm green. I'm an eco-socialist. Okay, you consider yourself an eco-socialist. So I think a lot of people are familiar with independent or libertarian. I think some might be familiar with green party for those that are newer to all of this can you describe what the beliefs of an eco-socialist are can you can you go into detail about that a little bit so an eco-socialist is basically somebody or it's a political ideology that cares about the environment and also cares about people as a whole mainly uh i guess 
anybody who knows about Bernie Sanders, it's a little bit closer to his ideology, Medicare for all, you know, um, free, free public college, you know, et cetera, stuff like that. So mainly things that uh, improve the lives of citizens and also improve the um, environment, like without having to, you know, Green New Deal, stuff like that. In fact, a lot of people don't know that the Green New Deal was actually first championed by the Green Party. Okay, absolutely. So that just give you a little uh, glimpse into the ideas of the party a little bit. Okay, okay. So let me put you on the hot seat here for a second, if I may. What are your thoughts or your beliefs or the beliefs of an eco-socialist on the big big issues like the buzzword issues that everyone always talks about abortion immigration and gun law reform let's take that for example your beliefs on the second amendment where do you fall okay so um before i answer that question i was going to say i'm actually green but in there's certain issues where i would consider myself a little bit more libertarian this being one of them okay when it comes to second amendment i believe Second Amendment should be protected at all costs. Okay. You know, essentially, it's a people's issue. You know, I yeah. don't see why any party would would support would wouldn't support the Second Amendment. Sure, I absolutely agree with that. So, moving on, do you fall more under a subcategory of the Green Party or more of a subcategory of the Socialist Party? You know what? I I wouldn't say so, but however, I have heard some people like mix. Like I've heard like Libertarian Green. So I guess. You could say it's some sort of a subsection. Sure, absolutely. So if people are wanting to learn more about what you're wanting to do and more about what you believe and more about the in-the-two-party system group that you have, and they go to your website or your Facebook page, what are they able to see there and how are they able to get involved? Well, when they get to the website, first they're going to start off, they're going to find out a little bit deeper about the um, about our organization what our plans are, what our values are. Uh, you can also find you can also find articles written by our staff of writers about different issues, you know, really uh, relating to the third parties. And then also you can also find uh, our GoFundMe campaign because actually this whole organization was uh, crowdfunded. Sure, believe it or not, we we created a group and within a month we got several thousand uh, followers and they've been donating. So that's why we were able to reach our goal so that we can establish ourselves as a 504 nonprofit organization. So you can donate there, uh, the GoFundMe links there. We also have merchandise too there as well, which help uh, pay our staff and also help uh, towards the establishment as well. You can also find information to our allies, which are other organizations like Break the Duopoly um, and things like Less Party. I'm not sure if you heard of Less Party. It's a uh, film being created about third parties. Uh, we've been working with them a little bit. So it, it just got a, a bunch of links to mainly affiliates and information about third parties, information about what our organization wants to do in the future, really? and then merchandise and a GoFundMe. Well, it sounds like you're on the right path because that's something that people don't really understand or don't believe is important or they feel like you might be able to do it uh, without raising money. And let me be really honest, that's just something that's not possible as a player in this game, whether you're someone who's, you know, trying to do it from the grassroots effort or not, you're going to need money. And the fact that you're trying to 
put yourself in a position where you can lobby. All of that stuff is important and money is what works and you're going to need to raise it. So I can completely understand that. And I would definitely tell anybody that is interested in checking this out to go to your site, to go to your Facebook page and to look into your GoFundMe if they feel so inclined to donate. Okay, so moving on from there, something that has interested me has been this slow crawl for folks who are normally in the mainstream looking at third parties as viable options. I believe it first started with the whole Donald Trump effect, where in 2016 we see a lot of the people who voted for Trump weren't voting for Trump. They were voting against Hillary Clinton. I believe the same thing happened in 2020. People weren't voting for Biden. They were voting against Trump. And when you look at a situation like this and say, hey, both of these people suck, I want something different. People are more inclined to look elsewhere to the Libertarian Party, to the Green Party, to eco-socialist mindset. And this seems like a time where something like this is right to bubble up and become a movement. And it seems like something that can happen if all of the third parties would at least attempt to work together to show a seriousness among them so that people realize that a third party candidate or a third party is a viable option and it's not just a group of weirdos or fringe people that don't fit into either of these two other categories that have been jammed down our throats, but that a third party candidate or a third party as a whole party is an actual option that I can explore, that I could join, that I could be a part of and support a candidate from, and that yes, hell, it might take a, a few times, but we can win elections. How do you work and how does your organization work to teach people that you guys are serious, that you're not just a spoiler candidate, that you can win elections. Because let's face it, and I want to tell the winner, third-party candidates are winning races at the local level, even at the state level, specifically out west. There are a lot of third-party candidates that are winning elections. And for those of us here in the state of Indiana... We had the perfect example of this last year in 2020. A third-party libertarian candidate gave the sitting Republican incumbent governor a run for his money, so much so that the Indiana General Assembly, which is made up of almost all Republicans, it's a supermajority for the GOP, they tried to punish the libertarians and other third parties at the first part of their uh, session this year by making it harder for them to get on the ballot. How do you go about teaching citizens that you're a viable option? Well, in our grand plan of things, I think race choice voting, alternative uh, ways of voting, that's going to help big time in allowing people to at least feel that they're not wasting their vote. You know, right. at least pick their first, second, third, whatever. You know, um, number two would be, like you said, we're, we really just want to finance 
because uh, we're not we're going to push legislation, but we're also going to maybe support some campaigns too as well. So if we see any like third party campaigns that could uh, campaigns that could possibly win, we'll support that too financially. And uh, I just think that just just really spreading the word and educating people about why the system is that way, you know, how the system really works. Why is it that you know the third party is a spoiler? You know, because sure. I think a lot of people don't even understand fully the electoral system. Oh yeah, you're definitely correct there. That's confused people forever and it just seems like it's getting more and more confusing each election that we have. I tell you, that's one thing that I like about what you're focusing on is the education. So many people say, "Oh, everybody needs to go vote. You should go vote. It doesn't matter if you know what's going on or you know who's doing what or saying what or promising what. College kids should register to vote where they are at college at? And I say, no, 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 no. You should have a very good understanding of what's happening locally and at the state level and at the national level before you vote. And you should not just vote just to be voting. You need to be educated on the issues and on the candidates and on the offices of the people that you're voting for. And if you go in to vote and you don't know about this candidate versus this candidate or this office, leave it blank. That's not a problem to do that. What I think is absolutely crazy is going in and voting for a race where you have two people or more that you have no clue what they stand for, what their issues are, or what's going on in that race. That's just, it's really dangerous. Let me ask you this, beyond what you're doing here with this organization, do you have political aspirations? Could you see running either at the local, state, or national level? Definitely. Um, I'm, I live here in Virginia, uh, Northern Virginia. I've actually been exploring to see if I could run for uh, Herndon Town Council, possibly in 2022. If not in 2022, then in 20, uh, 2024. You know, So definitely, and there's no doubt about it, I'm definitely going to be running for office. Probably have a dream. By the way. And for the listener's benefit, do you know what the process is in your state to run as a third-party candidate, either at the local uh, or state level? In this case, I don't think there's really much that needs to be done. I just kind of need to announce, uh, gain the support, and uh, campaign for it. But as for other positions here, like uh, like uh, larger state positions, I believe it's the same as other states. But we have to gain the signatures and do all that good stuff. Third parties in Virginia are very weak, so they have a little. It's a little bit difficult for third parties here. Yeah, that's pretty much the same everywhere. Like I said, we had a situation uh, in 2020 where a libertarian governor candidate gave the Republican incumbent a run for his money, and I actually interviewed Erica Kolinich, which was the libertarian candidate running for governor of West Virginia, and she did well. Of course, she didn't win, but she did do well. And the Libertarian candidate running here in Indiana for governor did well. So it's really ridiculous how hard it is for these candidates and others that are third-party candidates, whether they be Libertarian, Independent, Green, or other. It's ridiculous how hard it is for them to get ballot access. However, it only takes one good win or one good run and a loss maybe, but if the run-up was good to really engage people, and that's what happened here in Indiana. In the course of just about four and a half, five months, 
the libertarian candidate running for governor really brought together a massive base of people, uh, volunteers in every single county in Indiana. And now, even though he lost, the Libertarian Party in Indiana has opened up, I think, like 30 or 40 or maybe 60 Libertarian parties in however many counties, 30, 40, or 60 counties, and they are growing exponentially. So have you noticed either in your state or in other states, if you're looking at the national scene, where people are coming to your website or coming to your Facebook page or coming to your movement in droves, or are they trickling in? How is that looking? Oh, yeah, definitely. A lot of people that I know went to school with in my area, they've been, uh, especially since they've heard about my organization, oh, yeah, I've been getting flooded with messages because... um, yeah, especially here in Virginia, they, they just want to open up things in here in Virginia, especially for the other parties. Libertarians have a little bit more success here, but, you know, the Greens are pretty low. So, yeah, I've been getting a lot of messages from people here, not just here in Virginia, but also in Maryland, which I, I'm close to the border. Absolutely, I can see that. Well, very good. Uh, Mr. Billy Uku Jr., let me ask you, before we wrap up, is there anything that you would like the listeners to know that we have not covered? Also wanted to mention, I was talking about Let's Party, the movie being created about third parties. Uh, that's being uh, directed by a guy named Brad Leo Lyon. He's, uh, he's created a bunch of different films. I'm actually going to have a walk-on role on that movie. When does it start filming? Uh, I think in a few weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Awesome. Do you know a release date yet? Release, yeah. Not 100%, 100% sure. I guess that depends on how the filming goes. But I would assume at this rate, probably early next year, probably. Don't quote me on that. I will certainly not hold you to that. So before we go, if listeners are interested in finding out more about you, more about your organization, how they can get information, how they can help, how they can get involved, tell folks where they can get connected with you at, where they can find you and all that good stuff. I'm primarily on Facebook. You can find me at Billy Uku Jr. That's my profile. You can also check out our group where it's all started, which is End the Two-Party System on Facebook. You can also follow our um, page, the ETTPS movement, on Facebook as well. We're also on Instagram, and I believe we're on MeWe, too, as well. Okay, and your website is endthetwopartysystem.org. EndTheTwoPartySystem.org. I will put all of that in the description of this episode. Well, Mr. Billy Uku Jr., I appreciate you taking the time to chat with the listeners and I about your cause. It's been a fantastic time talking with you. I wish you all the success with your organization. Uh, If you ever need anything this way in Indiana or anywhere else that we are, are connected with, with, please don't hesitate to ask. If you ever need anything your way and I can help you, I would do anything I could. I wish you and your organization lots of success. We need to wake people up to the fact that the whole two-party system is not working. It is all a bunch of hypocrisy, and it certainly isn't working for all of you. It's certainly not working for us, and it doesn't really matter where you fall, what you think, what you believe in, politically speaking. 
common sense has to rule the day, and until it does, we are in trouble. So we need to have an understanding that there are other options out there, and we just need to be able to explore them and have a real chance at making some difference uh, with these third parties. Because, again, the Republicans and the Democrats are not cutting it. Billy, it's been a pleasure. Anytime you have something that you need to get out to a wide range of people, you're more than welcome back here. It was absolutely a pleasure talking with you, Billy. Thank you very much. It was great being on here, and I'll definitely do that. All right, listeners, do not go anywhere. We'll be right back after this quick break. give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing under license in all 50 states and must consumer access number 3030.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this 143rd episode of Perception is Reality. I'm your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey, and it is wonderful to be with you. Folks, we just wrapped up speaking with Mr. Billy Uku Jr., talking to us about ending the two-party system. This is something that we're going to have to consider, and I don't know when... I don't really know when it's going to fully take effect. I feel like so many people are still holding on to the dream of yesterday. And I don't know when people are going to realize that we are finally through the looking glass. Look, no more are we in the world of the 1980s. The 90s are gone, folks. Hell, the 2000s seemed like 20 years ago. Guess what? Because they were 20 years ago. We are living in today, and it is time to write well, act like it. And that's a very scary thought for a lot of people, myself included. But we're going to have to reach down. We're going to have to adjust ourselves, pull up our underwear, tie those shoestrings, and get our asses in gear. Or we're going to be left behind. And I'm telling you, I, for one, my friends, will not be left behind. I, I, I hope that you all are willing to fight to move forward in this great land that we call America. Man, it doesn't matter if you live in Utah or California or Florida, Maine, Mississippi, or Indiana. We all are Americans. First and foremost, the hypocrisy has to stop. And it starts with us. We can't expect the elected officials to do anything different than what we're willing to do. We're the boss. How many times do I say that here? I don't just say that for my health. I say that so you all start to think it because it's true. I say it for the elected officials that listen so that they start to think it because it's true. But when we can understand that we have the power, I'm not meaning we've got to go out and bash anybody over the heads with it. We can use the power judiciously with justice and common sense It is our power. The president doesn't have that power. Congress doesn't have that power. State representatives and senators and governors don't have that power. Commissioners, county council, city council, mayors, city and county attorneys, prosecutors, sheriffs, judges, they all don't have that power. The power lies strictly within you and I. 
Look, I'll be real honest. I don't know if the answer is the Green Party. I don't know if it's the Libertarian Party. I don't know if it's an eco-socialist. I don't know if it's a constitutional conservative or if it is a left-leaning, progressive, whacked-out, Antifa member. But one of us has to have the ability to speak to others and calm the masses. Maybe one of us doesn't have that power alone. Maybe it's going to take a whole group of us. Yeah, now there's the ticket. I can get behind that. Can you get behind that? Will you walk with me into tomorrow? Nothing different. Nothing different is going to happen. We're going to feel exactly the same. But we are going to be prepared for a brand new day. That's what tomorrow brings, and we can do it. Third parties, two parties, one party, I don't care. Common sense must reign supreme. Yeah, I feel like the Republicans and the Democrats are past their past their expiration date. I mean, there's nothing we can do. They are the corpse laying on the table. They did not make it time of death 2016. All right. I called it 2016 time of death. It is time for us to wake the hell up. It is time for us to say no more. No more games, Nancy Pelosi. No more games, Gavin Newsom. No more games, Governor Cuomo in New York. No more games, Eric, I hate freedom, Holcomb, Governor of Indiana. Just the God's honest truth. Because if you can't do that, if you can't, we will run your asses out of office, not by threat of violence, not by promise of violence, not by show of force, but by voting at the ballot box. We will do it right. Now, I'm not going to sit around and tell you that violence is never the answer. I don't believe that. I believe that sometimes a man or a woman has to do what a man or a woman has to do. But I'm not talking about violence at this point in time. I'm not talking about revolution, and I'm not talking about anything, anything anywhere near all that noise. So just watch yourself before coming at me with all that. I just want to know, will you walk with me into tomorrow? You need to be asking yourself that 
you need to be answering that question a couple times over in your head if it if that's what it takes a couple times over in your head if that's what it takes don't just make a snap decision if you say nope i'm not coming along that's fine you don't have to give up on this journey you can still listen you'll just say i'm not part of i'm not part of what it takes i'm watching from the sidelines rooting But we can't keep doing what we're doing now and expecting anything to change. We can't keep doing what we were doing in 1980 and expecting things to change. We can't keep doing what we were doing in 1995. We can't keep partying like it's 1999. We need to wake the hell up and realize that it is 2021, my people. That is a big number. And this old world is going to keep on spinning. But we, we choose the direction. And I'm asking you which direction you want to go if you're looking to get a hold of amber you can do that on facebook at amber green g-r-e-e-n-e and e at the end or check her out at beautycounter.com forward slash amber green with an e at the end also you can find me on facebook at facebook.com forward slash bilberry 318 you can also email me at khbilberry at gmail.com or call the studio at 765-546-9796 until next time remember education is the key besides that stay active stay involved stay engaged and let's decide for ourselves that common sense is the answer remember to share the show with everyone you know god bless and i'll look forward to talking to you all again real soon you've been listening to perception is reality with christopher h bilbrey Bilbrey. tune in like and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm hook up on facebook at facebook.com backslash bilbrey 318 and on twitter at p-i-s-r bilbrey email khbilbrey at gmail.com or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796 till next time remember perception perception is is reality reality this has been perception is reality with christopher h bilbrey where we aim for better government through citizen involvement